Blog Talk Radio. Personal 
um, benefit or how we can minimize the effects of some difficulties that may be in the chart. Um, the sun right now is conjunct Mercury, which is really nice. Mercury is catching up to the sun. Um, it's going to uh, pass the sun, and it's going to be out then on the lead edge of the sun. It will become the morning uh, it will become a morning planet again. It's been on the setting side for a while. So um, we're, we're going to see it. Um, I'm sorry, I said that backwards. It's passing the sun, and now it's going to be in the evening because it's going to be uh, farther along past the sun. Um, but the, the energy of uh, sun and mercury combined is the idea that the mind becomes very sharply honed in with the uh, spiritual drive. And since Taurus is very important, has to do with a time of maximum productivity because it's prolific, right? All of the, if you look at mid-spring, which is where we are right now, it has to do with maximum blooming, maximum pollination, maximum leaf production, you know, everything has started to bud in Aries and makes itself known but in Taurus it develops a fullness, a richness, the color, the 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 sense, the odors, right? Then and since Taurus rules the sensory experience, it's not, you know, unlike the way in which the earth itself is bringing forth all of this abundance. It's a very um prolific time for us to be able to see how well is the remainder of the year actually going to go? You know, the Taurus time is an indication of how much growth we'll be able to accomplish in the summer based on how many things get started right now and how well they're rooted. The Sun-Mercury gives us a chance to communicate what those needs are, and particularly in Taurus for our finances, Although finances are not um, the only aspect of Taurus, I think that it's one of the big ones for most of us because it's connected to the things that we love, right? Taurus is connected to the things that we love because the things that we value are the things that we love. You, know, you can say, I love my car, I love my house. They're, they're, they're material objects, but we value them and we love them for what it is that they give us or bring us or do for us. It's a little different than saying, like, you know, I love my family or I love my friends. But even that is a part of a Torian um, uh, value system because, you know, we say I love my friends. We, we still put the word my in front of it. And since Taurus is about some kind of possessiveness, we we can, you know, say, like, my friends are something that belong to me. Pretty much anyone who's ever gone through a relationship breakup knows that. So I look at the Global Energy Minute and I see of the 10 major planetary bodies, which we know includes the sun and the moon, five of them, five, six, seven, eight, eight of them, not five of them, eight of them are in earth and water. It's huge. And there is really actual a loose grand trine in water i know that jupiter is not quite in that but between venus and saturn and jupiter there's a grand trine in water loose it's about seven degrees between jupiter and the other two but venus and saturn are an exact trine at 21 degrees 
the again the harmony of our emotional life the stability so even while we still have this grand cross right this strong mars in opposition to uranus it's a very hostile sudden and abrupt anything could go wrong or explode at any minute you know mars in opposition to uranus there's this over abiding sense of you know we have to have a collective feeling we have to have a collective sensitivity we we have to know that we can all affect the earth with our own emotional state so that if we focus somehow on positivity and on positive outcomes and we put out positive energy you know we say to ourselves in effect saying to the world right because we're communicating in a in a collective unconscious i have a personal vision for peace or i have a personal vision for calmness negotiation those vibes go out into the world rather than oh the world's falling apart you know so we we have to try even with all of the i think difficult news that we see to focus on the the smaller aspects of life that are indeed still good and positive and emotionally connected the grand cross will pass you know it will the grand cross the grand cross will pass it is passing the uranian pluto square will also pass even though we're right in the midst of it this transformational energy has to do with the fact that we do need to live in a new way right many philosophers economists and and uh people who do uh you know commentary scientists and they they say can't even continue to live for another hundred years the way we're living now that means that something's got to change and it's either going to change by our own willfulness or it's going to be thrust upon us so i think the nature of these times that we're going through are pushing us more towards making that change on our own while at the same time they do represent that the energy is being thrust on us we can no longer ignore in many ways that we need to make the changes that you know are going to come one way or the other especially about things like sustainability which brings me back to Taurus right because we're going to have this eclipse on Tuesday in the sign of Taurus so Taurus sustainability and the idea of taurian endurance and stamina how do we endure really quite frankly as as a, a the human race how do we endure uh into the future how can we how can we endure how can we last right if we don't embrace the idea of sustainability sustainability of planetary matter right which is recycling right how can we sustain just taking things out of the earth and then dumping them into a garbage dump or something like that you know that's not taurian taurus doesn't waste taurus puts value on things and then definitely understands that 
something can be saved or salvaged or recreated. In other words, if, you have, if you're a Taurus, Tauruses love to hold on to things. Happy birthday to our Tauruses, by the way. Tauruses love to hold on to things until they're absolutely completely useless. They, they don't really like to change that much. But if you have a Taurus, a Taurus is likely to always say, like, oh, you know, yeah, we, okay, that thing has finally reached its, uselessness, its usefulness, and we're, we're gonna, we are going to throw it away. But is there anything in it that can be salvaged, right? You know, the, the lamp, okay, we're going to pull the wire out of it because we can save the wire and maybe we can save the lampshade or this and that or, you know, whatever it is, if it's, a you know, the, the old CD player, the old DVD player, it's broken now for sure. But is there anything in there worth salvaging? Are there any components or metals or anything like that? All of that is ruled by Taurus. And I feel like the eclipse is bringing us over to an idea of um, sustainability on a global level. Just finishing the Global Energy Minute, because I got a little distracted, there are um, seven natural planets in, in water and, and Earth, and only two, Mars is in air, and um, Uranus is in fire. So of the ten, there's only one air, one fire, and then seven, Earth and water. It gives us a lot of grounding and stability at this time, even in this really chaotic Grand Cross, right? So... Taurus is practical, realistic. Taurus is a time when we're going to be bringing about our strength and endurance and stamina. These are the things that are going to be highlighted. I think I'll leave you there with your Global Energy Minute. I'm Dr. Craig, and you're listening to the Inside Connection. Um, if that was coming across a little, a little bit scattered, I guess it could be because, you know, so much water and so much... Uh, earth and and not necessarily enough air at least the air that's in libra right now is not really making any positive aspect to my chart if we couldn't tell so um let's see let's talk a little bit more about the eclipse in general so eclipses bring attention to things where they happen you know what sign they happen in and then for us individually what chart what what house they happen in so you know if you have i have the eclipse actually happening in my seventh house meaning that the sun and the moon will be at nine degrees taurus on monday and that's where the eclipse happens and nine degrees taurus is in my seventh house which will bring a focus to my primary relationship now it's pretty positively aspected because nine degrees Taurus is trying my Pluto, and it, it's you know I think going to be generally bring something positive. Or if it's not about my my primary relationship, the the one that I have with my husband, it's going to be about creating or bringing to the forefront another relationship that I have. And you know we all have more than one relationship with business people. We have relationships. So because it's trine my pluto which is in the 10th house i could see a relationship emerging having to do with my career you can read your own chart that way you can find out more about your chart by going to lahealer.com but the eclipse is going to bring a focus to the house that it's happening in in your individual chart and also with the idea of taurus so reliability <clears throat> and um, endurance and and dedication and loyalty and let's not forget art because art is also a big quality that's a part of Taurus because Taurus is ruled by Venus so um, 
Venus is, you know, beauty. And with with Taurus, it's beauty in art, aesthetics, and appreciation. So if we find that something of beauty is emerging in our lives or we're attracted to something beautiful or we can look around our lives and appreciate the beauty that we have, that's another really important part of, of this eclipse. One thing that I noticed when I was thinking about this inter-eclipse period, again, that's the time between the 14th, which was the total lunar, and the 29th, which is the total solar. It's really an annular eclipse, but it's still that's still a total eclipse um, because the moon will be completely encircled by the sun, is that the total lunar eclipse happened in Libra because the sun at the time was in uh, was in Aries. And now the sun has obviously since moved into Taurus. And so the total solar eclipse is going to happen in Taurus. But both Libra, the eclipsed moon, and the eclipsed sun are happening in signs that are ruled by Venus. This is obviously a auspicious and cosmic coincidence but again there's the feeling that both of these eclipses are being overruled by love and if and i think sometimes i take a very positive spin on things but if we don't bring uh, a real uh, focus to love if we don't bring a, a real embracing of love into our relationships having to do with the kinds of patience and strength and endurance and loyalty and reliability that Taurus represents and Libra although we didn't we didn't the eclipse show on the on the on that lunar eclipse but Libra again with Venus Venus rules Libra because of fairness and open-mindedness, and compromise, and commitment, and all these different things that represent the way in which we could live our lives globally and be able to have the ethics and values, values being the Taurus aspect, that represent the way in which we can get along with each other in love. Love having to do with right forgiveness and the kind of... Um, compassion that we have for another person's situation. If if we completely align with our own, you know, self and what it is that we're going through, not taking into account what the other person is going through, then in the end we alienate that person. Anybody that takes a selfish approach to uh, an argument or a conflict that we might have finds that the other person becomes alienated. And so what we want to do is we want to be able to realize that we can have a greater sense of loyalty and dedication to the relationships that we have through the love, Venus, of Taurus or Libra. I want to bring the um, the eclipse talk over to something having to do more with uh, with the nature of how we can manage the eclipse or what we can do to bring about uh, certain uh, effects from the eclipse. So, because the uh, eclipse is happening in Taurus the image that comes to mind is one of planting seeds. 
Taurus is very um, agricultural and it's right there in spring. As a matter of fact, there are some interesting things that um, that eclipses in Taurus will generally affect. One of those things is business and trade, but it also affects agriculture and, if you can imagine, livestock on a mundane level. So, the because obviously, right, Taurus is the bull. So, the the Taurus as ruling the husbandry of the land. It goes back to a very ancient time, you know, when when this time of the year was extremely important to us because how many babies your sheep had, how many little lambs you got, how many calves you got, how many little piglets you got, and things like that. That all was going to determine how well you lived all the way until the next spring because you were going to now, like, birth those animals, grow those animals. The crops also applied, right, because it was agricultural, but the livestock as well. And we don't have as much of those metaphors now in our own personal lives, but we have them as symbols. We have them as symbols. What things are we working on right now that are bringing forth something new? What are we generating that can create um, something that's enduring for us? And right now is a really good time to plant those seeds or set those intentions, right? Start new things in the house that the eclipse is happening in. Plant seeds there. For me, if it's in the seventh house, we want to, I want to start new things in the area of developing relationships, whether that's, um, you know, commitments to people that I already have ongoing projects with or whether I want to establish new relationships with people for whatever. Um, It can be for teaching purposes or for a financial project or a creative project or or anything involving uh, the seventh house, which is about relationships. It could be starting a relationship with a with a new professional person. That includes everybody that we have relationships with that we pay money to, who knows pretty much about our private life. Doctors, lawyers, accountants, therapists. All these people fit into seventh house relationships and. And for so for me, the the eclipse happening in the seventh. If the eclipse is happening in your third, you might want to write something or teach something or focus on journaling or educating yourself, getting a book and reading something and learning something new about starting a new thing in the house that the eclipse is happening in for you. If it's happening in your second house, it could be about re-examining your values. It could be about re-examining investments and money. If it's happening in your fourth house, it could be about re-looking at your home, where you live, and whether you would want to stay there or whether you've been thinking about moving or whether there's something that you want to do in your house that's starting something new, including cleaning the closets because that's starting something new. Cleaning out your closets, an excellent time, an excellent thing to do at any time, but especially in the spring, because it sets the intention for bringing new things into your life over the course of the summer and the fall and and the next year. If your space is glutted 
with um, the refuse of what you're not using from years past, then you can't make space for something new to enter. So clearing out is a really awesome thing to do with this, with this new eclipse energy. Yes, it's going to be about financial plans and financial planning so we can set the intention. But what we want to do is be able to, to include the things that we already have. So set the intention to enjoy the things that we already have. There are a couple of other things, which is that the eclipse is going to have a really positive aspect to Neptune. It's going to be a sextile. It's going to have a really positive aspect to Pluto, which is going to be a trine. So there's a spiritual Neptune and Plutonic transformational um, level to the eclipse as it's coming into your life. I know it sounds very high-minded, but I expect for each and every one of us that we're going to find that the solar eclipse of um, Monday the 28th going into Tuesday the 29th is going to be a brilliant and opening passageway to new intentions and um, a stability and uh, dedication to what it is that you love. I'm Dr. Craig Martin, and I will be here next Thursday. Thanks for joining me tonight. Bye-bye. There still may be some 
time. 